0: Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. As you can see from the title of this episode, we had a listener email in and say basically they're interested in clinical research and entry level clinical research, but they are hesitant about getting in clinical research. So I'm going to read their email here. Before I do, I just want to let you guys know about the resume review program we've got going on. Now is a great time to email in. And I'm getting a lot of bookings lately for career consultations. so there's also that too if you want me to look at your background well, actually we'll set up a time to talk um, 30 minutes or an hour and I'll look at your situation and we'll come up with a plan to get you in the clinical research field or a plan for you to get to the next level some things to do some tricks and tips um, that are going to be specific to your experience your location and what you're trying to do in clinical research so a lot of people uh, have been emailing in, obviously, and rightfully so. I tell you guys to do that. But if you really want more in depth personal feedback um, that is going to be more nuanced than just emailing back and forth, um, I would strongly recommend that you uh, schedule a time for career consultation. And you're really just paying for my time. Um, so that's what that is. And you can ask any questions you want about clinical research. So I strongly recommend that. So if you're interested in that, email me, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and get into this topic. So this person emails in, thank you for your candid, straightforward, candid and straightforward feedback you provide. About me. I live in Dallas, Texas, and attained a master's in cognition and neuroscience from UT Dallas a few years ago. My main interest is to enhance the knowledge base informing traumatic brain injury research into its into care and rehabilitation. It's a debilitating clinical entity that is devastatingly and negatively affecting billions cumulatively over time and also the family um, who suffer from its existence among those so affected okay so I think I know where this is going already um, so the main question they have is I feel like I'd like to promote the innovations and beneficial impacts of emergency medicine and clinical research if possible but not really sure the way I presume that prerequisites would be graduate education and certification as minimally clinical research associate. do you know if that's the case So to answer your first question no you do not need graduate any type of graduate um, experience or graduate degree really to get into clinical research unless you're trying to be a PI principal investigator or sub investigator or trying to make the drugs themselves or something like that those are only positions or like pharmacovigilance some some pharmacovigilance um, they have fellowships in the pharmaceutical department but if you're really trying to be involved in the making of the drug or designing the drug or the science behind it or being a principal investigator, those are the only ones where you need an advanced degree like a doctorate or something along those lines. Um, If you're just trying to get to master's level, I recommend you get into the field first because a lot of companies will pay for your master's degree or pay for some of your master's degree. So I strongly recommend that than going into debt and paying it yourself. um, I recommend you get into a company first, get a few years of experience, and then have them pay for your graduate degree. That's the best way to go about it. Um, I don't believe in going into debt for something that someone else will pay for. Um, next part I've, I've seen an entry level CRA position at MedPace in Dallas. And OG followers, if you've been following for a long time, you already know how I feel about the entry level position at MedPace and how I feel about MedPace. Um, so they go on to say I'm hesitant about putting in the application, understanding from what I've read in reviews that they have a non compete. I'm willing to be underpaid for the purpose of being trained to do a job that would theoretically offer higher pay, value-adding potential later on. And I'm also willing to move almost anywhere for this purpose. A non-compete, though, if it's based on avoiding similar companies for a time or a specific time of work, gives me great pause. How might I become a CRA without having to sign a non-compete? Or are there alternate routes to accomplish the goal that you know of? I've had an interview for a project, a clinical research project coordinator at MedPace that was unsuccessful, not sure why, and I've not seen CTA openings. Um, so they have more questions, so I'll answer this first and then move on to the next questions. Um, how to be an entry-level CRA without a non-compete. So what MedPace is doing is they're basically running a game here, uh, from what I've read, and without getting too much into detail, basically what they're doing is they're having Entry-level CRAs come in. Um, they're hiring these people with no experience and the trade-off is you're going to be underpaid. They want you to sign a non-compete so that you don't leave for the time being. Um, and basically they're kicking off this more senior members um, because they want to be paid more. obviously, they're underpaid. they want to be paid more. They're kicking them off um, and hiring these young people. And page is one of the few programs that does have entry-level CRAs but they get you with that non-compete um, they're basically saying and you know it's you know it, 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 it go back and forth on this because you know they're bringing you in they're training you for a, a, a high-income job um, that not a lot of other people are doing but they don't want you to just take the training for a few months and then leave and go make more money so that's why they have the non-compete and um, but you know I don't really like it in the sense that you know I've heard negative things about working there in general um, if you want to hear more go look at my glass review on Medpace. I'm not really gonna delve in too deep about them here but you know it's worth a shot it's worth an application um, the thing about the non-compete is you can't work on in similar um, clinical trials for a specific time um, so, I mean, I've heard that they're not really going to enforce it that much. It's very hard to enforce because you're not going to have trade secrets as a CRA. If you are working as a pharmacist or you were creating the drug, creating the actual IP of a pharmaceutical company, then that's more um, then that's more applicable from what I've read. Um, it's hard when you're a CRO. MedPace is just a CRO. They're not a pharmaceutical company so I don't know why how they can even enforce this non-compete but it's definitely something of cause to pause and um, you may I mean if you were to leave you may want to consult an attorney on what they can enforce I have not heard and you can do more research on this about what's enforceable there Um, because that's another thing it's got to be enforceable so a lot of times they put these non-competes up there just to scare people and say if you leave um, we will come after you um. So I mean, it's, it's everything is worth a shot. It's worth an application. The worst thing you can say if they offer you the job is no. Um. So how to be beco- how to become a CRA without signing a non compete? The best way, in my opinion, is get a job entry level, start from the bottom, and work your way up to it. Um, you know there are these programs out there. medpace one of them. They do have a couple others out there. That. You know come up from time to time where they want people without any experience you know straight from college um, etc And you just got to be on the lookout timing is everything um, so you definitely want to make sure that you're on the lookout for these positions um, but don't let them stop you don't get too excited because they're very very rare to accept someone with zero experience um, and then you also mentioned that you did not get the uh, position for project coordinator there sorry to hear that um, but you got to keep applying don't give up keep applying keep applying keep applying and you know that's pretty much what you got to do keep applying keep applying now if you've applied to a lot of jobs and nothing is happening you don't see any traction then there might be something with your um, resume there might be a problem with your resume Um, and if you're getting a lot of interviews and you're not getting jobs because the interviews maybe you need to work on your interviewing skills both of which we can help with here at Elite clinical research so you just gotta keep trying and adjust as needed um, and then if you're not seeing openings right now I mean you got to remember COVID is happening right now so a lot of companies are losing money because um, you know for whatever reason, they're losing money and they're, they're not really trying to hire right now a lot of companies are not hiring so you cannot think that Um, this is the normal job market. It's not the normal job market. It's harder than ever to get a job in clinical research right now just because of coronavirus. A lot of people don't know what's going on. But what I can tell you is there's a lot of pent-up demand. Once things get back rolling again, there's going to be so many studies. I know plenty of pharmaceutical companies are having multiple studies come up just on COVID and vaccines. So there is so much work just on the coronavirus front. And whether those jobs are going to become available now or a month from now, they're coming. So trust me jobs are coming the second part they ask is separately do you know if there's a career path to researching and developing technologies that individuals use to enhance their learning communication capabilities or even like a CRA position that focuses on the evaluation of their efficacy with users of the targeted populations or even that there or even That then either researches and develops means of improving these tools or reports to an R&D team that does so such a role would be extremely beneficial to the TBI learning disorders population um I'm not even sure quite honestly what you're asking developing learning technologies and communication capabilities that sounds like some Elon Musk type stuff Neuralink type stuff and you know obviously Neuralink they're gonna have to do clinical trials on if they want that stuff implemented in humans and to be used for um, different types of memory conditions and things of that nature they're gonna to have to do clinical trials so yes there are capability positions like that but as far as I'm concerned if you have no clinical research experience your first goal is to get experience you got to get some experience first because then you have skills that are actually marketable so it sounds like you have a good neuro background and obviously that's something to put on your resume I'm sure you have a little bit of research experiences seems like you know a lot about that but you just want to get some clinical research experience on your resume whether it's neuro or whatever cardio whatever it's gonna be just get some experience and then you can always find your way like a fish upstream find your way to where you got to be if you want to be in neuro eventually do the other studies for a year or two and get some experience and then you can move to a neuro area um, I would not be super picky rejecting jobs just because you want a neuro job um, you know these there, <laughs> if you think you've applied to a lot of jobs think about the other people that have applied you know I, I coach clients to uh, shoot for 200 jobs shoot for about 200 jobs just to get in the, the field just to get in clinical research so if I'm if I'm telling you to shoot for 200 that means other people are applying like crazy too so if you're rejecting jobs because it's not you know what what exactly you want to study there's a hundred people behind you that will gladly accept that job so I don't recommend being um, so picky in the beginning when you're just trying to get experience because it's competitive out there so obviously you talk about your experience in neuro you talk about you know what you can bring to the table from the neuro perspective but you want to talk about you being open to learning about other things and other and other um, other type of conditions also and wanted to contribute in that regard, also. So that's my recommendation. Thank you for your question. Thanks for emailing it. That was a big question, um, and hopefully that was helpful for you. And I actually told you um, that you know you asked a lot of questions. I'm not going to email you know go back and forth through email like that. It's better if I just make a complete episode dedicated to your question. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, but keep applying. Don't let the don't let the fact that you didn't get the job at Medpace deter you. Um, a lot of people don't get jobs. That, it means you're close, actually, that you had an interview. So just keep applying. More jobs will become available, and eventually you'll find your way into the clinical research field. So take care, guys. Hope this was helpful.